You're listening to Donkey Brain the Podcast. Three, two, one. Damn, that one had some oomph to it. <laughs> okay. We got to guess. That's why. There's a third one involved. There we go. Brett, say hi to the people. Hello, people. Brett is back. A lot has changed with him. Lives in a new house in a new state. Still same old Brett, though. So I'm excited. <laughs> Brett, I appreciated your text. I don't know if I was conveying it, but when we were talking back and forth about trying to have you on last week, and you were considering blowing off like a corporate dinner to be like, ah, oh, man, I want to be on this podcast. But you were just like, I can't like, you know, but I appreciate the effort. You know, we made it happen a week later. So that's always good. No, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Uh, yeah, I was a little bummed last week. There's a lot to talk about. But you know what? It gave me time to uh, to ris- listen to you guys most recent episode. Great episode, by the way. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. The whole turtle world or turtle uh <laughs> thing that that was intriguing but no it's good to be back with you fellas and uh yeah new new state same brett i like it good to have you back all right number episode is this for you brett before we get into it is this your fourth one i want to say this is either three or four um i might have been on a top five so it's it might be three episodes plus a top five maybe I know you you had a story time, didn't you? I, I did have a story time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hitting the girl with yeah. my car. Yep, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, that's hard to forget. Damn. <laughs> Jeez. All right. All right. Well, we're gonna get into the yes of the week. So um I don't know how many people know about this. I was kind of surprised that neither of you guys had heard anything about this. Um, but the EU recently hosted a 24-hour party um in the metaverse in an attempt to appeal to young people. Um, so this event is rumored to have cost four hundred and seven thousand dollars, like you know, four zero seven zero zero zero, just so everybody knows. Um, and like very little turnout, which is hilarious. Um, one of the guys who was a journalist was saying that he attended just because they were obviously promoting it, said it was going to be a huge thing. Um, when he was there, he said that there were six other people in the event. Um, so I don't really know how the metaverse works. I'm not really that guy. I don't have like my Oculus headset and like all of that stuff. I just like to go do stuff in real life. Uh, but I'm sure they were expecting hundreds, if not thousands of people on like an ideal perfect world. Um, so it's just comedic that they spent that much money for like almost just something that's embarrassing to even have your name on kind of a thing. The whole metaverse thing it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'll be quite honest with you. I, it's way above my pay grade. Like my <laughs> intelligence level will not let me understand this whole entire thing. It just seems like, I, I don't know. It just seems like a video game thing. Like if, anything like that, like the EU to actually take it seriously. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't know. As the, uh, as the proud owner of 55 million Shiba Inu token, um and how they're developing a meta shiba is somehow creating a metaverse i would like to say that i knew a lot more about it but that being said i'm down a lot of money on my shiba inu coin and fuck the metaverse i don't know anything about it i really didn't understand anything you just said for context of where i'm at (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll have you know we have a very diverse crowd if you're going to be slurring like that, Brett. Good Lord. You said Shiba Inu? Is that what you yes. said? Yes. So it's a cryptocurrency. Um, okay. Shiba Inu. It's one of those. It's a Dogecoin. It's a meme currency. And so it's uh there you was just one went big dude i went well no like i didn't like i think i well yeah i guess compared to some people i i put, think i put in like 900 dollars or something into shiba inu it had a big you know back in what was it about a year ago honestly a huge run-up you know like thousand x or something like that and i got caught up in it bought some and i've been holding ever since and it's i'm down a good amount of money on it but I follow stupid shit on YouTube who apparently there's still like a, a a rally around this coin and they're developing some sort of metaverse. I know nothing about it, but that's I'm putting all my stock in this in this meme coin metaverse that, uh, hey, we'll see what happens with it. Right. Hey, you're what in a brutal. What a brutal last couple of weeks for crypto. Oh, like, yeah. Dude. Are, are you do you have any? Are you holding anything? So not anymore. I did. I kind of caught that wave too. I think it was about, it might've been two years ago when I was on it. Cause that's when, uh, is that when Doge like really exploded up? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I was in it for a little bit and I finally got out of it cause I'm a pussy, but um, dude, this whole entire thing with FTX is crazy. Oh. They just arrested the guy today. What's his name? Something freed. Yeah. Ma Max freed or I don't know. That's a baseball player. I thought it was yeah. Sam. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It might be Sam. Yeah, whatever his name is, the dude with the crazy ass hair that's been chilling out in the Bahamas, wherever the hell he's been at, they finally got him, I guess, and they just arrested him today. So that whole situation just seemed like the most shaky operation of all time. I don't understand how anybody put any validity to it. It makes no sense. At that scale. Like, I get it's if insane. people are like, oh, yeah, this is some like tech startup company. Like, you know, maybe you crowdsource like a few million dollars, whatever, but people were throwing like insane dollar amounts. And like, it just seemed like nobody at that company was like, yeah, no, like we have a good, like I have an MBA in this or like, like it was just kind of like very, very bizarre, but to each their own, like it's just a bad beat for crypto. Big bad. All right, Brett, what you got? Um, for what people are talking about, um, I guess really it's, I'm, I'm going to go kind of generic for this one, but, um, the world cup is happening, uh, right now. And, um, as a non-soccer fan, I, I, but as a, a fan of sport, uh, it's been enjoyable to watch it, even though the USA has been kicked out or not kicked out, but that they have lost. Uh, they're no longer in it. It has been cool to kind of watch uh, some of the greats play. And Argentina just won today. They're moving on. They they dominated today, which was uh, a good game to watch. But um, it's just made me kind of think and realize, like, man, it's so cool to see some of these countries rally hard around this big event and made me a little jealous that I have not felt that sort of national pride in a very long time. Um, even like for the Olympics, I just, I don't know that that's, it's different. Um, and I, I don't know what, what that means, but it's just like, it's so cool to watch the world. This, this big thing that is so big outside of the United States. Um, it's just like, everybody is all in on this world cup and there's a Cinderella story run happening right now. And it's really cool to watch. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I've been kind of caught up in the in the hype of the World Cup recently, which has been exciting. It definitely has been exciting. 
Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Argentina obviously won today. Was it 3 0? Is that what it was? 3 0, yep. Yeah. Uh, Messi had an insane game. Croatia, uh, they got knocked out. Kind of a little sidebar to that today's game. Uh, Miss Croatia, not sure if you saw this story at all or anything, mm-hmm. but Miss Croatia has been going to these games. Um, and she's a smoke show. She said if Croatia won the World Cup, she would get naked, like, at the uh, World Cup. So, that's the biggest loss today. <laughs> America really lost out on a – not America. The whole entire world actually lost out on a great opportunity there. So, But, yeah. If she's so, offered and, it once, she'll offer it again, though. Oh, yeah. She'll be back. The next four Got years. Four more years. There mm-hmm. we go. Um, and then tomorrow it's – we're recording this on Tuesday for our listeners. Tomorrow it's France and Morocco, right? France and Morocco, yeah. But like, I mean, Morocco, man, first African American, first African team to make it to the semis. Just they're they're going big right now, man. It's su- it's super cool to see everyone celebrate, and um, I I personally don't think they stand a chance against France. Kylian Mbappe is going to light them up, but they're uh, hey, they're holding their own up to this point. So good for them, you know. It is wild too, like. Obviously, every single country goes absolutely apeshit at this uh, at the World Cup and everything. Korea and Japan, did you see their fans? They were going insane at this place. <laughs> it was awesome to watch. I'm like, damn, I'm rooting for these guys now. They're obviously out of it now, but they were going nuts. It was uh, it was uh, exciting to watch. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Like, Brad, I think you bring up a good point. Like. Really, outside of the Olympics, like I don't think there's anything that brings things together on a world scale. But I think so much of it is like even the Olympics, like you only really care about like certain events in it. Like nobody's like, oh, man, I watch every single event like I take off work like it's like a big deal. But like the World Cup, like I'm not a soccer guy at all. But like I know multiple people that are like, oh, my God, like I watch every game. Like it's almost like a global like March Madness equivalent where I feel like a lot of people have just like stopped their lives and just will watch everything consume as much of the content as they possibly can which is crazy because like I don't know the Olympics are cool but like the World Cup just seems to be on such a bigger scale maybe just because it's one sport it's not a culmination of everything but yeah it is just very bizarre how much is going on and like people are loving it like just living their best lives yeah, I mean, I'm I'm having a blast watching it. I I too am not a soccer person, but just like my wife grew up playing soccer. She won state at her high school, I think two years in a row. Like she's she understands soccer. So even just as someone who is is almost learning soccer for the first time, I've enjoyed sitting and asking her questions about like why the hell do they do that or like. I, you know, understanding, re-understanding, because I learn it every four years, what offsides is in <laughs> soccer, you know, like <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's, it's just provided, it's provided a good conversation, but even more so it's, it's, uh, it's an entertaining, the older I get, the more I appreciate soccer because it's not, as a kid, it's boring. They don't score enough, you know, whatever, but now you start to understand the strategy and, and, um, it's a totally different game, similar to baseball, in my opinion, when you understand what's happening, why people actually like it. It's been cool. Yeah, no, I would 100%. agree with that. Absolutely. All right, Colton, what do you got? All right. Uh, hate to bring the mood back down in a somber, I'm sorry, a somber uh, route here. Um, Mike Leach, I don't know if you guys are aware of who Mike Leach is. The old uh, Miss Mike coach. Leach. 
uh, Mississippi State. Oh, okay. Close. But uh, Mississippi State, uh, he also coached for Washington State. Um, he passed away early this morning, I believe. Um, he had, like, heart complications and everything like that. Um, I have to talk about him for a little bit. He was, like, influential in bringing about the air raid offense uh, in college football. Um, really changed the game in that aspect because now college football is looking more and more pro-esque uh, because of how much they do throw the ball. Um, and, again, he was one of the biggest um, – cultivating forces and bringing that into the game. But again, if you ever just want to get entertained just for 10 minutes time, go on YouTube and look up Mike Leach, like interviews. He was like the most like quick witted, like funny, <laughs> weird guy ever. So like, uh, like one example there, when he was coaching for Washington state, um, they were playing the Arizona state sun devils. And he went on at, at length, like, talking about sun devils and thing like, damn, uh, what other mythical creatures do you think would be hard to play against? And then he starts like <laughs> listing off like mythical creatures and everything. He was, that'd be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty tough. Or it was just really funny. And he has quotes like that all the time. Um, and, and just doing like, even like just simple shit. Like, so I can't remember what the exact context was, uh, during a game they just had maybe a month ago, uh, People were sitting on the sidelines, and he got super pissed. So he started taking the folding chairs, folding up, and just throwing them on the ground. Just like, throwing, like no one's, no one gets to sit. Like this is bullshit, <laughs> and just super funny. Um, and it's kind of like full circle here, because on January second, they're going to a bowl game. Do you know who they're playing? No, the University of Illinois. So it kind of brings it all back full circle and talk like, so it goes back to us. Like we're going to be playing them again on January 2nd, which is going to be crazy. Cause I guarantee Illinois gets destroyed. There's no way your head coach passes away and you don't come in there ready to kill people. So <laughs> a brutal thing. You can't root for Illinois in that spot. Like you're just like, fuck Mississippi state. Let's go Bulldogs. Um, just sucks. Not a good situation, but funny guy should be remembered. Well, Sweet. That's all I got. Spoke at nice. length on that one, but that's all. All right, Jim, all what right. do you got? Yeah. All right, so this is kind of a two-part thing. <laughs> one of them, Brett, you might think this is a hot take because you're a music guy, uh, but part one of this is nobody gives a shit about your Spotify wrapped. I'm just <laughs> on God. I'm tired of seeing it. <laughs> you know, there's very few people, and I think, like, I would consider myself a music person myself, um, but typically I have probably less than 10 people in my life that I think have very exceptional music tastes. I will just shoot them a text. I will say, hey, I'm in the mood for this. They refer me, awesome. The second part of this though is a positive. Props to Spotify for rebranding data collection as like a cool thing. Like they're the first company that people are like, actively being like dude look at how cool this is and it's like dude all they've done is just track you for the last year and you're like so happy to post these like colorful graphics of like you know that you loved listening to taylor swift's new album or like things like that so props to them but i feel like at some point i'm just like dude i don't need to see them like i don't care like it was cool when they did it for the decade so I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty exciting. But like, again, even still, we were all like, dude, look at this. And I'm like, they've been tracking us for like, this is a decade. So 
very interesting, but props to them. They figured it out. You know, they made data collection sexy, if you want to call it that. I've never thought of it in that capacity. Like, I, I mean, the first thing you said, like everyone sharing it, like, I don't, I don't care. I really don't. I promise. No one cares. <laughs> but like, I've never thought of it from the capacity of like, look how much they're tracking us. Like, all these percentile data points and everything. Like, look, you tracked this many minutes. Like, they have it down to the minute. Hell, if they wanted to extrapolate it out to like the millisecond, they easily could. You listen to this many minutes, this many seconds, this many uh, milliseconds of Migos. Like, holy <laughs> shit, are you serious? <laughs> like, that's a crazy thing. I'd never thought about it like that. Just wait until next year when it's going to say you listen in this many states and it's going to list out the places that you, I mean, they have it, you know, they have that information. Oh yeah. hundred I, I percent. I forget what it is. I stumbled upon, I think it's like my Google timeline or something just the other day. Oh um, dude, I hate that. And it's like, you know, and you zoom out the map. So I've been traveling a lot for work. And so it's like, mine was just all over the place, but it tracks everything. It has like, I could, you could zoom in and be, and it's like, you were here in this place on April 14th, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, I did eat a burger at that Burger King that day. Like, I must have, you know, whatever. I, ping, I, I pinged in that Burger King. Like, data collection is cool as shit, if, in my opinion. <laughs> Dude, it's cool, but it's, like, so weird because some of it, like, like, I think Spotify is, like, at least, like, a fun spin of, like, hey, man, like, here's your top artist. And you're like, man, I love that band or, like, something cool. My Google, because I have a Pixel phone, it will do it to me like at least two days a week where it'll be like, here's your most traveled day in like November. And it'll show me where I went and it'll be like, you know, between like Chicago and like Kentucky or wherever. And it'll like show me like, oh, you made three stops along the way. And I'm like, I don't like this because I stopped for like <laughs> gas. Like this isn't, don't tell me like, oh, you've been to a new place. I'm like, no, I have it. Like I was passing through, like it's interesting. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, this is just bizarre. Like, I'm like, you should show me like, hey, you were traveling somewhere exciting. Not like, well, here's like a random gas station in Indiana. I'm like, let's not say that I've been there because I wasn't there for more than 20 minutes. Like, but yeah, it's just crazy how much they have. And I'm sure so much of it too is like, they're just giving you general places. They probably can track what exit you got off of, what gas station you went to, how many turns you made before you got back on. Like, it's just, it's scary to think that like they're, publishing what some of what they have but it's like dude how much beyond that do you have like do you know how much money i went in and spent like how at what point is it just going to be like yeah we use analytics to do literally every aspect of our life and that's that another thing that's kind of odd too i don't know if you guys have looked at your spotify wrapped and everything they try to like say like what kind of person you are too so it's like, you're collecting so much data on me. You could tell me what kind of person I am. Like, that's a fucking weird thing. Like, just play my music, please. Just play me my music. Don't tell me what kind of person I am. I know what kind of person I am. Like, what an odd thing. Also, back Jim, to... I can't help but say this and we'll get right back onto it. Uh, your stockings in the back. They say BJ. That's super funny. I yeah. know it's Brent and Jimmy, but like it's BJ best, just sounds dude. funny with the stockings. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Brett. <laughs> well, no, I I mean, I'm going to tack onto that. Brett and Jessica, my wife and my name, we have towel hooks in our bathroom oh, that are BJ hooks as well. <laughs> yeah, you get it. <laughs> yep. God damn. <laughs> I need to change well, my I, name. <laughs> so, Brett, I'm curious. Like, you're obviously older than Colton and I am, so maybe this, like, wasn't a big thing for you, but... 
we do that for two parts. One, it's hilarious, we think. Um, but the second thing is if anytime anybody says anything JB, everybody always thinks Justin Bieber. Uh, because that's just like our generation. Is that your guys' thought too? Or you also are just like, this is funny. Like, <laughs> First off, don't let anyone ever tell you it's not funny because it is funny. It is funny. Uh, it, yes, like it will always be funny. But second, no, honestly, for me, I think it is maybe just like just outside of my generation. A JB does not make me think of Bieber first off. I I oddly I enough Pritzker first. it made me think of Pritzker right honestly that was okay. where mine went um but no like I didn't grow up w- with the hype like of Bieber so That's it's fair. just outside of my yeah but yeah. no I was kind of curious if any of you would notice that like I know I just shifted in my chair and you probably couldn't see the B before but yeah like every single time anybody comes over they're like that's really funny and like recently I've just been like what are you talking about and like I make them explain <laughs> it and I'm like oh yeah never even noticed that like what I saw I saw originally just the J I'm like yeah holy shit does the other stocking say B because your shoulder was covering it I'm like yep. I hope it says B it has to say B what other letter would it say yep. and then boom and it says i'm like that's dope as fuck oh, also dude, jim dude. cool hat thanks dude people could i wish people could see the hat that you know, press publish it's uh colin and samir if you ever listen to them they also do a podcast on youtube pretty interesting guys just going around it's pretty much like if you were to be like i'm gonna do a podcast where i just interview people who are super famous on youtube and i'm gonna post on youtube and then simultaneously get famous that's like pretty much what they did but you should check them out Interesting. Very interesting. All right. We're, we're flying through this thing. Brett, what are people not talking about? Uh, yeah. So as a, a, a new homeowner, um, my wife stumbled upon this energy. It, it's a free energy efficiency consultation that is available to really anybody from my understanding, but I guess it really comes to your attention when you are a new homeowner. But what it was, was like, we signed up for it through our, I think, I think it, you know, whatever comment or um, whoever you get your energy bill or your energy through. And someone showed up to our house, they walked around our house and they replaced 43 light bulbs for free with LED light bulbs. We got a brand new smart thermostat for free. We got a badass air purifier for free. Like they just walk around and be like, well, this is not very efficient. Here's the new one. And they just like, we have like 10 different things, you know, plastic wrap to put on our, on your windows insulation for free, which I usually buy that every year for our windows. But like, I nobody knows. I had no idea this thing existed and it's paid for by tax dollars and I don't think anybody knows about it. Like when you guys buy a house, get this thing done. They they gave us free shower, like new shower heads that are like pretty badass shower heads. They just give you all this free shit. And, uh, and I think more people need to know about it. That's baller. I That's wonder, the wildest shit yeah, I've ever heard. It probably falls under the same category. Cause like, I feel like not a lot of people understand like how solar works. Like so many States right now, like we'll, offer to pay for everything for the sake of just like long-term stuff like that where like i feel like it's the exact same thing if it's tax dollars where it's like you know they're willing to do it obviously it helps in the long run great but yeah i feel like that's such a bizarre thing that like it's not like they because when you first said it i thought it was like a consultation of like they come in and like 
recommend things. I didn't think they were like physically giving you stuff, just like, hey, implement this, like you'll be good. And especially I'm sure as like a new homeowner, it's like, yeah, like who new shower heads? Like we're not gonna complain. Like that's easy. Something interesting too. Now was this you said it's funded through uh tax dollars. Is this a Michigan thing? And or is this yeah, that's what I don't know. Um, it was not brought to our attention when we bought our house in Illinois, but since we just moved to Michigan, I and again, my wife is the one that kind of found it and set it up, so I'm not the expert here. Um, but it may be state specific, but regardless, uh, it's a it's a cool ass program. <laughs> that is badass. I mean, you hear about all the energy, like conservation um, topics that everyone talks about over and over and over again. So, I mean, it does make sense to appropriate tax dollars to that, but I didn't think they would go to those like extremes, like coming into your house. You said 42 light bulbs, 43 brand 43. new LED light bulbs that she just walked insane. around and straight up replaced them. That's like, those are expensive. Hell dude. yes. Those are that's expensive. Insane. Dude. They're very expensive. <laughs> Gosh, dang. That's insane. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good program. That's all I got. Keep it in mind. I know, you know, buying houses is is getting harder and harder, but when it happens for you guys, man, keep that in mind. Look it up. There's a lot of stuff for first-time homeowners. Yeah, milk cool. that shit. Hell <laughs> yeah. Buy a first-time home, buy no light bulbs. Just like yeah. they're they're coming. <laughs> Just save your I, the money. government is scheduled to come and give me light bulbs any day now. <laughs> I promise. Brett, there was like nothing. Though no strings attached or anything like you didn't like you just signed up and they came in and did it like it's not like they're running like, like literally i thought anything. it was a racket i th I was like what is the catch and there is yeah. no catch the biggest catch was she had this one smart thermometer which or, or uh not the thermostat which i'm a nest person i'm just gonna go out there and say it i'm a nest person <laughs> and it was not a nest anyways she tried to install it and couldn't connect it to our wi-fi so then she replaced it with a different brand new thermometer and said and said, if you, you know, whatever, we'll get you a different one some other time. I bought a nest today anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, no, there was no catch. To my understanding, zero catch. That was the catch. They just, you. they won't give you a nest. That's, yeah. That's take it or leave it. You didn't have well, to listen to like a timeshare thing or anything like that. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you all this shit, but listen to this timeshare program. Go ahead. Sorry, you said uh, there, Jimmy. No, I was going to say, it's actually just super baller. Brett, what's your reason for the nest? I'm not really a, I mean, I don't own a house. So like, they look cool. I just, I mean, like that's such a funny thing to like, be like, no, this program is great, but they sell you sh a little short. Like, yeah, no. So honestly, part of it is the aesthetic Colton kind of hit the nail on the head. Nests, <laughs> nests are beautiful from, they just look nice on your wall. That being said, the app, honestly, the app is, it's such a simple user interface that it like looking at all the other ones they just look very involved and the nest is so simple in design and in use that um i don't see any reason to use any other one and it was that was one of the first major purchases i made at my own first house at our first house so there's a little bit of sentimental value there too like oh i'm like i'm attached to nest but they just their app is great they're a good company and uh i like the product hell yeah are they Solid sending reasoning. you any good little fun data collection things? 
Nest, uh, <laughs> no, you how many don't. minutes you've run your heat this year or anything? Oh, yeah, 100%. They do do that. <laughs> yes. The, from like they, they have month to month comparisons, uh, yeah. and email. And, uh, but the nice thing is they also have a very nice, um, smoke detector and carbon dioxide detector that tests itself. But the nice thing is, is it sends you a little update on the app saying, Hey, in three minutes, your, your smoke detector is going to be because we're testing it. And then it like says, Hey, we tested it. You're good to go. But it has caught me off guard a couple of times when I don't have my phone next to me. And then I shit myself because my fire alarm's going off. Yeah. <laughs> That's really fun. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Dude, just what a fun time with all this like technology. Like when we moved what into this place, like I was like, dude, like I, I just don't know why. Like I just like hate sweeping. And I was like, we let's just get a Roomba. And like same shit. Like it'll update me like oh yeah like your Roomba successfully completed a job and I'm like oh, what a time like and most of the time like I wouldn't even be in Milwaukee I'll just be somewhere else and I'm like oh great I'm glad the apartment's clean like just bizarre small little things from all these like robot devices we have in our lives nowadays we're in such a weird in-between like we're still like there's like really massive things that our society is still like in the stone age about like I'm trying to think of something brick and mortar stores our education system like things like that they're just like <laughs> archaic and then we have we have literal fucking robots cleaning our house yeah. we have our robots telling us when they're gonna like do a fire alarm test like that is insane like we're in a weird time right now but well, it's fun I, as hell i forget did i forget if you guys talked about this last week or not but have you guys dabbled with, with that ai that they just released that like you give it a subject and it will it will give you straight up paragraph i mean i mean you can prompt it it's i'm i'm seeing you guys nodding right now it is ridiculous kids don't need to write anymore they can just plug yeah. something in like seriously how as a teacher colton i'm super curious how how do you combat this it's super interesting because my buddy just sent me this i think it was sunday night and he was like cooked sending me goes this is the craziest fucking thing i've ever seen this is insane and i'm like let's not get ahead of ourselves let's not get and then the next day they talk about it at our school like this could be a problem so make sure you're really <laughs> proofreading these things and making sure you understand your kids like language abilities because they the, the, the paragraphs they make are like congruent they have good word choice it's sketchy as hell like yes. it's unbelievable. Like the stuff they'll articulate. Obviously, they'll throw in a bunch of like random information that might not be accurate. So you could you could pretty easily detect. But it is insane what these AI programs will write for you. It's crazy. Dude, it's life changing. I uh, just used one the other day, and like I haven't started paying for it yet. But like literally for like writing like blog posts and like copy and everything, like copy AI is like probably in really i would say my entire professional career the most incredible thing i've ever come across because i suck at writing copy like so if i can go through and just like throw stuff in and be like hey i want a blog about email marketing here's five keywords and then i just pick and choose what you come up with and i just regenerate until i have a good blog i'm like this is revolutionary but it is funny because it's so coherent until it's not like I used one of the tools <laughs> and I said like SEO marketing and then under the keyword I just said like 
viable to your business's success. And apparently I was using the wrong tool because every <laughs> response I got was just that. Like it was just those sentences just separated by commas. And I was like, okay, so it's not anything like that crazy advanced that like it picked up what I needed. But like in general, it's like, like Colton, could you imagine if we had that in college? Like I would never write a paper. Like We'd I would be just fucking set. Yeah. Like you'd put down, you'd put down that shit. And like, just what you said, you would just run it through a couple of yeah. times, like tweak it here and there. And it would spit out a perfect essay. Not mm, perfect is a bit of a stretch, but again, you'd have to run it through over and over yeah. and over. As long as you get humans, human eyes on it after the 10th try, you probably have a, a at least a C B paper. Yeah. Easy. Well, that's without thing. question. Like, it's crazy because I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure there've been tools out there, but like, I've never dabbled in them until like the last week or two, but like they don't, at least like copy AI, when I was using it, they don't advertise like, Hey, this is just a plug and play. You take the final product and you run with it. But like, it will literally go through and it will tell me like, Hey, based on your keywords, this is the best like title. And then these are four bullet points to talk to. And then here are subheadings that you should also elaborate on with text to put in those subheadings. And I'm like, dude, like even if it takes me 15 minutes to clean it up, that's 15 minutes start to finish where I'm like, that is unheard of in the past. Like I remember like taking way too much time to write papers because you're moving stuff around, you're revising, you're tweaking. Like you definitely can get to the point where you're like, dude, I just, I don't even know what I want anymore. Like, you know, that analysis paralysis kind of a thing, but like, this is like concerningly fun. Like, I feel like I haven't had the time to go through and like really play with it even more, but they were like, you hit your word count. This is what it is for month. And I'm like, I'll pay you like whatever you guys want. <laughs> I was like, this is revolutionary. Like it was to a point where our buddy was like sending us, uh, I'll say it right now, his name is Kyler. Kyler was sending us, uh, he was just sending us random shit, like write a article about Evan Patterson being mayor of Auburn. And it sat there and wrote a whole ass article. And it was obviously a disjointed like jargon. It was kind of stupid. But for someone who didn't know what Auburn was or who Evan Patterson was, he'd be like, Evan Patterson was a freaking amazing guy. He did a lot for Auburn. But like, it, I mean, it's crazy. It's unbelievable yeah. to actually read. So, no, it's a wild time. Like, Brett, were you talking about the actual like copy AI or were you talking about how all those people were posting those pictures from AI? No, no I was talking about the copy AI. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, that's another crazy thing. I don't know if you guys have been seeing that, like the AI generated pictures. I have yeah. been seeing those. Yeah. I, I, I know they've, they're related, right? But I haven't, I don't know that much about those. Yeah. I don't know a ton either. It's like a weird, it's actually kind of amazing that it's like picking up the traction that it has for the sake of like like you have to pay for it there's not like a free trial that you can like cancel right away or like whatever but like i have no idea what they're doing with all of those photos like i'm sure it's something with like face tracking or like they're definitely selling your data they're not just like doing this for fun um but it's just like a crazy you know people can say like lord of the Rings style or you know gladiator or like all these things but it's just like so fascinating to see because the pictures look awesome like when you compare like colton we were talking about what is it like dolly is that the 
Yeah. Like we were talking about that, like, I don't know, within the last year. And those photos like kind of resembled something like you could see where it was thinking about going. But like these photos, it's like, dude, this is crisp. Like this looks like the person this, you know, is very, very representative, which is just crazy that like that's where technology is at for the sake of like within the last year, this is how far we've come where it's like, fuck, what does the next six months look like now? Like at what point is it like we've tapped AI resources, like if ever? I have a quick question and it's not necessarily on the topic of AI, but it's talking about pictures and everything. And Jimmy, I, I have to ask you now, cause I'll forget and I'll die the next time if I, I have the opportunity to learn this information. I need to know. So obviously Jim, you take pictures all the time and stuff. Have you ever seen those advertisements about like, I think it's a Google product that does this. It's the Google phone. It takes the picture and say, if there's something in the picture you want removed, they can remove it and it will generate a background that's accurate for the picture. How does it know what's behind the person? Because what if it's like, they're all still images. I, I understand like if it's an iPhone, you have like, the live photo, you know, how yeah. like, it kind of like a little video. If you hold it down, how does it know what's behind the picture? If it's a still image, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say, I don't really have a good answer. So if I were to do that, so like the, Google has like some weird software that figures it out pretty much like the elongated answer is like if I'm doing it in Photoshop, like there's a setting that's like content aware, um, which isn't a solid thing at all. Like I don't even think Google has it down 100%. Like obviously, you know, say the two of us are standing next to each other with a white wall behind us. That's a lot easier than if we are at a sporting arena filled with hundreds of other people like you know it's all kind of like what is the background how can we fill it how can we kind of blend it and make it look natural um which is all it's easier said than done which is like really what comes down to it um the science behind it is like actually pretty crazy of like what you can do um so i don't know like a good example and this is like kind of sad but uh so for my dad's funeral card we took a picture the picture we use on there is actually a picture of a family friend standing next to him who had his hand over his shoulder but in the picture you would never notice because i went through and we cropped out his entire hand we made the suit look normal we took out all of the defining features of the body and like it's easier said than done for the sake of like so much of it comes down to you know what was around there the ai isn't crazy intelligent you know there's still a human factor in it but you can do it manually but like from google's perspective a lot of times like if i were to be standing by a brick wall that's an easy one like anything plain surface whatever but like i would be curious to see how well that works when it's like hey i'm in a field with a variety of colors or a variety of different things or you know whatever that might be uh, yeah. because it's just like there's so much that maybe they get or like they try to track you know one part of the image but it might be a different hue than a different part so it like doesn't look 100 percent natural like it's all just up in the air and i think like as technology advances like i have no doubt that like we will get to that point where it's like super easy i mean like even photoshop is like very very good with it um uh, but so much of it comes down to like 
yeah, you just need to go through and decide, hey, this looks normal, this doesn't, here's how to fix it, all of that. But like Google, I think they're probably gassing themselves up a little bit too much just because I don't think it's, I don't think it's not a one size fits all solution is pretty much yeah. what it comes down to. Because when I, you'd watch those commercials and everything, it's showing like a landscape behind the like, it's pretty complex and they're just like removing like two or three people away and they know exactly what's behind them. Like, there's no way it knows yeah. what's like, this sounds like a really stupid person trying to articulate this conversation. But like, but to like some how extent, the hell do they get that perfect? Like what you'll see is, so like if I were to try to take a person out of an image, like you essentially will take and it'll nail all the borders because it has the best thing to compare it to. But as you get closer towards the center, it starts getting fucked because it doesn't know what that is. So like, yeah. it's super easy to match like, oh, I can see the outline, great, because that's all the stuff that's directly behind it. But for some of it, it's like, yeah, I, I don't know what this looks like. Like if I were to take a picture of myself with like a super detailed piece of art behind me, there's no way it would work. It just, there's not a good way to fill it in. So it's like a, you know, kind of catch all of like, yeah, can do some of it, but not all of it by any means. Okay. I, I like to I think curious. of those commercials kind of as like the, you know, when you see a commercial for like a Big Mac and then you go to McDonald's and you get a yeah. Big Mac and ain't no way that's what the Big Mac looks like. Like they, they over exaggerate a little bit on that. It's, it's a cool feature. I have a Google pixel phone and I've used it a little bit and it just blurs the background. Like if you really look yeah. at it, you can totally tell like, it's not nearly as crisp and clean as that yeah. commercial makes it out to be. Well, and a lot of it too, like Google loves, like Brad, I didn't know you had a pixel, but like you'll probably relate to this. They love gassing themselves up about like their nightlife um, yes. photos. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah. obviously for people that don't know, pretty much like layman's terms, when you take a picture in the dark or very low lighting, it looks super grainy. Google claims that they can fix all of that. It's super easy to use whatever. I'll try to take a picture in like average lighting and I have to hold my phone as still as I possibly can for like five seconds. And then the photo still pretty much looks like shit. And like, obviously this isn't like professional work. This is just like random stuff, whatever. But like, yeah, it is really funny when you're like, oh my God, like on the commercial. And then it's like, dude, that is so far from reality. Like it is just not, not how it should be whatsoever. Like it's a pretty good comparison there, Brett. Yeah. But all right, who's turning? How the hell did that we was a long conversation? How, how the hell did we? How do we start that? <laughs> oh, because you was talking about the AI. Okay. Yeah. Shit. My bad. I got that sidetracked. It's my fault. I was gonna say, yeah, that was. I mean, that was a good conversation. I just feel like it's AI is just fascinating. Like I and I mean, this is three guys who do not work in any kind of engineering, computer science, design, anything like that. Like mm -hmm. our understanding has to be like the most surface level like i mean colton right. we had that one guy on one time who like worked in ai and like he yeah. was like dude like you guys have no idea of fucking the full capabilities of it so like i cannot imagine what's out there in a big picture level it was trippy listening to him like listen talk about like how they went about developing ai and like, yeah. obviously there's always gonna be a human factor to it like it was just it was strange it was it was interesting yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think AI will ever fully replace things. I mean, to some extent, maybe. Like, I think, like, when you think, like, large-scale commercial 
like packaging companies. Yeah, that makes sense. But like in general, there's always going to need to be some person involved. I just think it's like, hey, can we have one person to operate 10 machines that utilize AI as opposed to having 10 operators operating machines that do not? Like, I think that's where things are going. But like, I think we're ways away from like the fully self-sufficient AI at an affordable price. I mean, I'm sure all these companies have it, but at what point is it like, yeah, this is sustainable for, you know, the small to medium businesses or whatever that might be. While we're, while we're on this topic, I just, I feel like it's my duty to mention this. Just don't, don't piss it off. No matter what happens in the future, don't piss off the AI. You don't know what's going to happen. And I've seen Terminator enough times to know that uh, I'm at least not going to try and piss off the AI. I do crazy shit to keep mine happy. Right. Whatever happened to whatever happened to that dude that worked for Google and said the uh, their AI was like sentient. Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> I, that? Didn't know, I didn't that's know that a was a question. thing, but he. If, if we he, talked about that on the that's podcast, concerning. That dude's definitely dead, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I do it. He's he's in a ditch somewhere, <laughs> dead. Yeah, I completely forgot about that fucking guy. He has to be dead. <laughs> Shit, what was his name? He had a. So Brett, what is essentially doing? So it was this guy that was working on the AI for Google. It was Google, right? Yeah. So he was working for Google. And essentially, like he was like, I, I don't know how this came about, but he ended up like having conversations with the AI. And like he would like ask it like deeper questions, like you would ask a human about their emotions. And then like the the AI was answering questions back and it ended up getting to the point of like it was giving like detailed emotions about dying like not being existing or like goals in life and shit like that. It was, it was nuts. And like, it's very odd because none of the major uh, news sites like really talked about it. Uh, People kind of just dispelled him as crazy, which he very well could have been. He very well could be nuts as fuck. So (laughs) it probably seems like the more like rational answer that this guy was just a kook, but it was just strange how, no one really talked about it. You only saw it on social media. You saw his like um, statements, and then out of nowhere, it's just gone. And I didn't think about him again until like right now. Well, that sounds a lot like uh, the plot of Ex Machina. Have you seen that movie? No, uh, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's about. I mean, it's about it's essentially that. Literally, you like you just you you just said that last paragraph, and I was like, this sounds like the the plot of this movie it's a dude who creates ai who like starts asking a bunch of questions but it's this girl who's locked in a room and i, I mean it's it's philosophical it's very philosophical ai movie but it, it's on netflix i think it's very good honestly it's a good kind of sci-fi philosophy movie uh if if ai piques your interest I would definitely watch that. I love like shit like Black Mirror and everything. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, dude, it's stuff. right in line with that stuff. Yep, it's right, right there with that. Right. Might give her a look. See. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. What are people not talking about? All right, so I really don't have too much to add with this, but have you guys heard about the flu that's going around? I've heard of like Holy two shit. or three people that are like concerningly like this is the worst illness I've ever had. They're like, it's not COVID. I've tested multiple times, but they were like, I was thrown up. I had a fever. I had like all this crazy stuff. Like, and like I said, not a ton of people that I've talked to, but like, it's kind of one of those things. Everybody I've talked to has been like, 
have you heard about this? And I'm like, no, like, what do you mean? And it just seems to be like an insane little bug or something like that. But it's like, like everybody I've talked to at least is like, it's not COVID. Like I've tested multiple times. Like this is just something weird and different. And like, I just don't fucking want it. Cause I don't like getting sick at this point in the year is like terrible, just like ruins the year. Um, but yeah, I feel like it is just a wicked flu from what I've heard of like, you're out for days, you don't want to do anything, you're vomiting, you know, you're all over the place. So I just feel like not enough people are hearing about this, but if you've talked to anybody that's gotten it, like they just will not shut up about how terrible it is. So at our school, I think it's influenza A, it's what they're calling it out. I think it's what they're calling it. So like currently... I guess, like uh, statistically, this is like the worst like influenza outbreak the United States has seen like in the last two decades. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know where the hell I read that. I mean, I heard that stat on the news. Um, but again, the last two decades is the worst outbreak. Like so, on Friday, this last Friday, I have a class of twenty three kids. Nine kids were out. So like almost half the class is gone. These are kid. These are eighth grade kids. So their immune systems should be fairly decent. Um, we're having trouble like staffing right now because there's so many people out with the flu. I've never heard of that in my life. Like the flu, like knocking out that many people. It's crazy. Like, it, it is insane. So um, our hospital in St. I'm sorry, in uh, Springfield, it's called St. John's. And uh, like one of our, one of my coworkers, kids like got really sick with this flu shit that's going on. She ended up like, developing pneumonia uh, they tried to take her to Springfield. There's no hospital beds. So they had to take her to all the way down to uh, St. Louis. So it's, it is, it's the real deal. So it's uh, not good. Very bad. I'm kind of uh, surprised. I have not heard about this like that. Usually like, I mean, I haven't heard about no hospital beds since COVID. Like, I feel like that's a big deal. If, it's, yeah. if you're getting a hospital with no hospital beds available, that's nuts, man. No, I, I am just getting over whatever that last RSV thing was. I had that for like two months where it was just that nagging cough and, you know, you got junk in your chest all, all day, but I, this is the first I've heard about a new flu. It's wild, man. And it's weird too, because like, I don't know. I feel like it's weird to hear that it's not COVID essentially. Like, I feel like we're just, we live in a world now where it's like, oh, I have a cough. Like, oh, have you tested? Like, I have a fever. Like, have you tested? Like, where it's like so bizarre to hear like people who are like talking about how crazy sick they were. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, I can tell you for a fact, it is not COVID. Like, just because so much of it was like, oh, yeah, you know, my stomach hurts or this or that. Yeah, it's probably COVID, you know, whatever. Where like, it's just so crazy to be like, Oh yeah, there's like other things that will just like give you shit and like kind of ruin like a few days of your life kind of a thing. But yeah, it it just seems like a wicked bug. Like it's, you know, people luckily everybody I've talked to, like it doesn't seem like there's any like lasting effects or anything like that. But they're like, dude, it's you're like down for the count for like three or four days. Like Golden, that's crazy that, that many kids are out. Like I've I mean, I don't really deal with kids on a daily basis, so like all of everybody I've talked to has been adults, but like even just the fact that like kids are out, you know, obviously maybe not all related to this, but just it's a time of year where everybody gets sick again and everybody's out and, you know, doing a million different things. But yeah, yeah, just a crazy, crazy way to look at it of like that that many kids are out staffing, you know, 
all of that stuff. And it is extremely odd. Like you kind of mentioned it a little bit. We are like absurdly hypersensitive to any sort of illness we get now. But at the same exact time, like we're also like trying to squash this COVID thing. Like COVID isn't around right now. Like people have just magically just stopped worrying about it. It's like, okay, remember COVID? Remember the whole world shutting down two years ago? But then like you're also in the same thought process. You're like, I haven't heard too much about COVID now. Like I, it's a it's a strange strange like time that I wish we were we're living in. So I don't know. Very odd. What'd you say you had, Brett? You said RS. What was it? I think it was RSV, and I honestly don't know what it stands. It's some respiratory like it's it's a nagging cough. Both both Jess and I had it for I'm not kidding you. Probably six to eight weeks where it's like some days you just you're coughing all day and you got shit in your chest that you hack up and you spit out and then. Five minutes later, there's a whole new batch of it. Like, it's just all day. It's constant. The worst. And we're finally just getting over it. I, after I kid you not, like, six weeks. What weeks a horrible later. time to be coughing in public. Like, terrible. Oh, it yeah. somewhat has gotten better. But, like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like people are still just, like, so hyperactive of, like, fuck, dude, that guy just coughed. Like, I need to get away from him. Like, we're in a public setting. But, like, especially that of, like, dude, it just – I don't want to be doing it either. You know, I don't feel great, but like, I know that I'm not sick. You know, I just kind of, cause that's the worst thing too. Is like, especially when you have like phlegm and stuff, I'm like, dude, I know I can get it out of my system in a few days, but like, I need to be like coughing it up and just like yep. spitting it out, which is disgusting. But right. <laughs> I like, I promise like I'm fine. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But like you cough in public and people are like, well, get the fuck away from that guy. It's like, <laughs> yeah. We're talking about all these like big tech advances and all that shit. But, like what about Modern medicine? Little, a yeah. simple spittoon, huh? Like what an <laughs> excuse to buy a spittoon for your new house in Kalamazoo. What a great thing. It's like, you know what? You're going to have new people coming into your house like, what the hell is that pot in the corner? <laughs> oh, yeah, we had RSV for <laughs> weeks. We had to get a fucking spittoon installed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's had to nuts. keep it entertaining. <laughs> God, dude. It's nope. good that those are gone. That shit's disgusting. What a fucking disgusting thing. Imagine back in the old west where you had to like actually empty that shit out at the end of the night. What a fucking wild thing to do. Yeah, here's a big old jar of spit. <laughs> Let me just dump it in the street. Jesus Christ. All right, Colton. All right. What aren't people talking about? Let's round this thing out. <laughs> okay. Um The boys quick. are back. Have you guys ever watched guys grocery games? Yes. No. Okay. You're talking about like Guy Fieri? Hell yeah, and you nailed his last name. Yeah, I know. I felt you're really super, good about that. You're super, <laughs> you're super diverse, bro. Yeah, um anyway. you can't have the last name Ronello and fucking botch an Italian name, they just shoot you. You killed it. <laughs> okay. So the premise of Guy's grocery games, Brett, it's like it's like these three cooks that are in this like make believe like grocery store, and like Guy Fieri like gives him like sorry, gives them all these like tasks as to which to do to make these elaborate dishes. That's pretty much the premise of the show. And what he does, and so these chefs will all have shopping carts. And he's and Guy Fieri is just sitting there talking to them about what they need to do and like giving some like entertaining jargon. And every fucking time he sends them off to go do shit, he counts them down in a creative way three, two, one. 
And somehow, magically, these three chefs who you know have watched this show 10 <laughs> billion times never fucking catch on. And I'm done with it. It's, it <laughs> me off so goddamn much. Because when the when the fuck do you use three, two, one in congruent sentences and not just register? Ooh, he just counted down. And like that's the whole premise of. Oh, it's so, Brett. You gotta watch one episode and watch these dumbasses not get it. And it's like, what the hell? Are, what show have you been watching for the last however many months? I'm done with it. it it's so. <laughs> How often are you watching this show? Way too much. It's an awesome show, Brett. You gotta give it a chance. <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about, I can't even about, catch right? my breath right now. I'm laughing so hard. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, right, Jeff? Jeff, Jesus Christ. Jim? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think there's, to some extent, a lot of game shows that are very, like, I don't even know if they're staged as much as, like, some random PAs, like, you guys got to act surprised, and they just leave it at that. So people, like, overdo it for whatever reason. But, like, yeah, it, I'm sure that's like a problem has to be that if it's not that, that I'm concerned for what like they're just I'm concerned for the judges because if those people are that dumb to they cannot like pick up on the three two one thing. I would not want them cooking me food like it is absurd how they don't pick up on it. And it's I think Guy Fieri just thinks like this is the funniest thing of all time. Like everyone <laughs> looks forward to this part of the show. I'll tell you what. I don't, Guy. I don't. <laughs> I don't look forward to that part. And that part always aggravates me. Shoot there's always like there's always like one chef they'll be like already going, and the other two chefs are like, where are you going? And they're like, holy <laughs> shit, he did the three, two, one thing. And then they'll run off. Like, I'm tired of this dog and pony show. <laughs> Stop doing that. Great show, other than that, though. Awesome show. That's Had just so that. weird because I feel like in most shows. Like, I don't know. I mean, to some extent on reality TV, you kind of got to make something out of nothing. Like, I'm sure the show wouldn't be exciting if there wasn't like, you know, some razzle dazzle or drama or something in it. But like, there's probably other places that you can do it. Not there. Like, if that's the climax of the show of like, oh, my God, somebody got a four second late start. They're never going to finish. It's like, <laughs> just cancel it. Like, that's not going anywhere. God damn can you imagine the pitch for that show? Like, yeah. And and the best part is, is we're going to count down three, two, one, and we're going to catch them by surprise. Yeah, yeah, guy. But, but like, what about the next episode? Here's the best part. We're going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it will be, Brad. This is what it will be. I'll give me, give me, let me set the scene for you. This is the kind of sentences he will throw out. Hey, Thomas Jefferson, what president was he? He was number three. I went to go ahead and go, go take a deuce. That's called number two. You know what? And you know what? I'll go to McDonald's and I'll take a number one. That's a Big Mac. And then you'll sit there and stare at them. And then like one shuffle. Holy shit. He said three, two, one in a couple sentences. And they'll start running with their cards. I'm like, are you shitting me? How could you not pick that up? Oh, aggravating. You've, dude, Sorry. you've sold me. I am going to watch yeah. an episode. Do not, is, it, is it on Netflix? What's it on? I don't know. Don't tell me on. you're watching this live. Do yeah, not you tell me you were cable? watching this live every night. <laughs> okay, you caught me. I do watch the Food Network from time to time. I'm. So, I apologize. You caught me red-handed on that one. Hey. But anyway, it is. It's a good show. It's funny because Guy Fieri does do some funny things, and the food always looks good, and it's, it's nice to look at good food. So, 
I'm not ragging on the Food Network. I was a fan of Chop for Dude, a very Chopped long time. Dude, Chop is so good. Chop Junior oh, yeah. is good. Like Food Network doesn't fuck around, but I no, do. No, they don't, man. Yeah. They're legit. They're legit. I feel like there's just a lot of shows where it's like, yeah, you're like kind of overdoing it. Like there's, you know, shit like that. It's like, all right, it's funny like the first or second time, but the fact that we're doing this every episode, it's like how much of this is just like fake staged? Yeah. Um Interesting point that you guys brought that up. They, uh, so it, you know, Wickham, and they always finish at the very last second and shit. Okay. So you would think that would be like editing, like, okay, they had the clock in the corner, but they got done a long time ago. <laughs> so apparently, what ha- ends up happening is that clock and them putting the finishing touches on it and shit like that, that is correct. But what ends up happening is they get done like with five minutes to go. And then they tell them like, okay, we're 30 seconds out. Start working again. It's not like (laughs) they couldn't just fucking figure out like, Hey, they're already done. Wipe it with like five minutes to go and make it look like it's at the end of the clock. No, they start, they tell them, Hey, 10 seconds left. Look like you're putting the finishing touches on this thing. What a weird ass way to do that. I just feel like, and I mean, I don't know like that. I would never have any desire to work in that field in any way, but I feel like it would almost be more exciting if I was watching a show and it was like, great, somebody's done with five minutes left. Somebody's done with two minutes left. Somebody has 30 seconds left and they're still not done. Like I'd be like, Oh my God, like this is crazy. Not like, Oh, every person is just conveniently not done. Like they're really using all the time. Like, dude, I would love a show if they just started and they were like, all right, you're going to bat spin. 10 times then go for it like just to see like people <laughs> fucking slamming into walls they're <laughs> falling over in their cart like that would be timeless to me maybe not everybody else good. but like it would just be one of those things where it's like hey that's organic like guy fieri's just yelling at him like hey the bat's not on the ground that spin didn't count like i would eat that shit up like you're a shotgun two beers do 10 <laughs> bat spins and then get your ass in the goddamn yeah. kitchen whip up your best recipe yeah do something exactly. like that that'd be exciting as hell yeah i just think there's a point where it's like okay can we stop faking reality and just start fucking with people like that's yeah, priceless that. yeah oh yeah that's really but, funny i don't think i've ever even noticed that on the show i think i've seen it a few times he's just got a lot of weird shows on the food network i feel like like Dude, it's, diners drive-ins and dives yeah that Triple show D. rails that I show i love that show my man <laughs> you guys so ever good. played the drinking game associated with it no uh-huh. go on you should i don't know all the rules offhand i've only ever played once but if you google it you can find them i mean it's like comedic because it's like like every opening scene is like him showing up in like a nice car so it's like opening scene guy shows up in a nice car take a drink like it's just like they've taken the script of the show and just like reverse engineered (laughs) it so you just watch and you're just like forced to drink it's so funny like but yeah that's a bite says it's the greatest thing he's ever had like oh man we're going to flavor town it's like all right finish your beer that this happens every episode like it's just like a guaranteed way to be like yeah i'm gonna get pretty fucked up like we're headed to Jacksonville, Florida on diners, <laughs> drive-ins, and dives. And they yeah. shut down a whole fucking street just to get a shot of him driving his car. I'm like, hell yeah, we are Jacksonville, Florida cuisine, baby. Give it to me. Like, what in the hell are we doing in Jacksonville, Florida, of all places? Yeah. 
what was it? There was something else I wanted to say. Oh, my brain started spinning here, trying to think of uh, things that you could watch guy uh, guys grocery games on. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this. I think Food Network is made by Discovery. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it'd be on Discovery Plus. I would think. So. Probably just watch YouTube clips of it. I'm oh, sure somebody's sure. made Fuck an entire montage of like just all the starts, and it's just like just it's annoying to watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. I think that it's was, a yeah we fucking, episode. Yeah, we covered all of our fucking bases. Brett, <laughs> thanks for being on. Always good. Thanks Fellas, for bringing me always insights. a pleasure. Yeah, dude. Everybody yep. go get your house inspected, collect some free tax dollar stuff. I'm definitely going to look that up. Yeah. I, for real, if if there's one takeaway, man, it's uh fuck the man and take what you can. Oh, dude, that's Hell huge yeah. though. Have you ever heard of American Home Shield? Do you know what that is? I think that's what it's called. No, well go on. So it's like another weird thing. Like I know like my parents ate it for a long time. It was like something like you pay in x amount of dollars a year and they'll cover x amount of appliances so like if our fridge broke they would just like bring you a new fridge like it's like insurance on like your household items but like it's like high priced items which is ridiculous like my mom was like yeah if the furnace finally goes like they'll just bring us a new one and i was like that doesn't make any sense but like that sounds like an awesome system to get in but it's like people just don't know about this stuff yeah, like I've seen, you know, when you buy your house, your name gets on all sorts of like lists and you start getting a whole bunch of stuff in the mail. And I've seen stuff like that, but I guess I've always thought that it was like <laughs> Not a scam. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> they would just but, come through your house and rob you. <laughs> <laughs> but to know that like you have actually experienced yeah. a fridge breaking and getting a brand new fridge, that piques my interest a little bit. Yeah. No, I'll actually, I'm, I don't know <laughs> offhand what it's called, but like, I mean, my mom got it, and then like everybody in my entire family was like, "Wait, this isn't a scam!" Like, yeah, let's implement it. Like, where it's just crazy because it's like, dude, how the hell do so many people own homes and they just don't know about any of this stuff? Like, maybe there's just not scams out there. People just assume there's scams, and there's all these people who are like, "Dude, we keep sending out these fucking mailers. <laughs> Nobody's taking us up on these great offers. Like, they just keep wrong? ignoring us." Like, I tell you what, I blame like. Any sort of like governmental email or anything like that or anything like pertaining to what you say it was American Home Shield. Yeah, it just sounds fake. They all That's... kind of look <laughs> the same. Like the emails they send you like, this is bullshit. I don't need yeah. this. Like I about deleted something the other day about like my uh, my loans being forgiven. Like the obviously Biden administration <laughs> trying to like fucking delete this shit. I mean, that, well, not delete. Trying to forgive this stuff. And I saw the email and I'm like. This is bullshit. <laughs> like I'm just good. I'm just good. Like that email. And then I, like, I looked at it again. Like, oh, this is from the United States government. Like, oh my god. Like, can we like work on our editing format? Like this. This is terrible. Dude, the government has some of the worst documentation. Like, terrible. I will die on that hill. Like, I got someone for jury duty. Like, I know we just keep fucking rambling about this. I got someone for jury duty. They sent me a letter with a document of where to park in reference to where the courthouse is it is pretty much like they were to maybe print something with an inkjet that had way too much ink in it to start (laughs) and then they just had somebody cover it in sharpie marker 
it serves no purpose whatsoever but that's just how they roll like every government website sucks all their emails suck documents suck like nothing is good where i'm like dude we can't just like skim off the top of taxpayer dollars and just like maybe make it presentable or like functional like we're giving 43 goddamn led light bulbs to one home and we can't adjust our fucking email formatting like what the hell are we doing oh man all right well that's enough about that all right all right episode what 89 89. in the books 89 thank you (laughs) 